0: Weep, O oh children of the dust, for there is nothing that cannot be taken from you. Welcome to the shattered cosmos. I'm Waffle, your GM. Joined here today by
1: Daniel, playing the unnamed Necromancer Alvaster. Ale,
2: playing Gun. I'm Zach, and I play Skip Wickham's.
1: Matt,
3: and I play Shakespeare.
0: All right. Uh Does anyone want to recap briefly what happened last time?
2: Ooh. We uh, we definitely avoided one trap and fell into another. <laughs> yeah. So it goes, uh, as as it is. Ran into uh,
3: some skeletons.
2: Yup, undead.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit we of found alabaster.
2: Bones. Found out alabaster can you know control them, them their undeads. A very nice.
3: beast. Yeah,
2: and Just a... learned
3: about, learned about guns or or Narek really learned about guns. <laughs> Hurling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He learned uh, about gun safety. <laughs>
0: really, that's well, what it's all about.
2: I suppose.
0: So, uh, you all awaken from your rest feeling disoriented, perhaps, a little groggy, uh, grasping around in the dark. It takes a moment for someone to find a torch and strike it up and the ruddy red light flares and reveals the small stony room that you have taken shelter in the barricade that was so hastily toppled across the opening to the room outside seems to have held through however long you were huddled here tending to your wounds and trying to sort yourselves out it's convenient alabaster your Zombified comrade uh, stands there at the threshold, ever watchful and alert. There is a an unpleasant sort of stench to them. Uh, the The wound on their shoulder is looking a little grim.
1: And He's decaying.
0: Not decaying. It's just oh, been okay. it's been perforated. So yeah
4: um, I mean the out the... parts are on the in... <laughs> the inside parts are on the outside.
0: Well the worst is that you can see these uh, you know quarter sized holes that have been punched completely through out the other side as though the entire cylinder of flesh has been cleanly removed. and there's five or six of these pockmarked craters that are uh, rendering the limb a little stiffer than usual you all gather together and for a brief and terrifying moment realize you have no idea how you got to this room. It, it, is a, it is a nauseating sensation to chance upon a hole in your own memory, to be able to stick your fingers into the wound and not know how or why it is there or what it once contained. You have a satchel that isn't yours, but you've never picked it up. You remember the sight of a scaled half-creature screaming holes into your thoughts, but not the sound. The blood dripping and spraying as it bit down on a thrashing shape, but not the body itself. Your brain has already begun to mend those fissures like a nervous maid dragging rugs over wine-soaked carpet. You passed through a, a hallway of some sort to get here, didn't you? Yeah, you're sure of it now. Of course there'd been a hallway. It all makes a lot more sense now.
4: Would the memory of an intelligent object be modified in such a way <laughs> as an organic one?
0: So, you all sort of come together and you can piece bits of it. It's not that your memories have been completely expunged, but there are holes and gaps. And by sort of overlapping each other's recollection of the events, you you mostly fill in these openings.
3: It is is uh, Takeri and her uh, other guy still with us? Tackery is
0: missing. Appa is with you.
3: And it's not, is it sharing the same experience, or is he just, like, PTSD at this uh, point after everything? <laughs> <laughs> A little of
0: both. Appa remembers bits and pieces that he occasionally interjects with, but his memory seems less resilient than yours. Or... Perhaps he has just mastered the art of immediately burying that trauma as far away from himself as he can. Uh. What you remember is this. The stringers were upon you almost instantly, moving as a wild, seething frenzy of knives and beaks and squawking and excited hunting noises. And The battle had just begun. The first clash of blades here in this darkened barracks surrounded by the smell of undeath and the sulfurous tang of (laughs) gunpowder. And then over the din, one of these small feathered shapes shouting a terrible screeching, Dabaga! Dabaga! All of them immediately scattering for cover, hiding throwing bodies over themselves doing anything they can to to escape notice from what comes next and the lot of you of course wisely followed suit and crouched there among the shattered barricades and fallen barrels and the decrepit waste of this barracks you chanced your first sight of the creature known only as dabaga mm. and you realize perhaps that Takeri's explanation of this creature as the bad half is somehow much more literal and apt than you were expecting. The the thing that crawls its way into this room, snuffling and snarling about easily nine feet long is covered in a sheet of brassy, sharp-pointed scales, a little bit like uh, a pangolin. Adorable. The the slightly less adorable feature is that it's only about two-thirds of this creature. What? Some strange magic or terrible weapon from the past. Whatever the result, this creature is not whole. There are countless craters that have been punctured clean through this thing. The largest among them would be big enough that you could probably crawl through it. Uh, Dinner plate-sized, perfect circles that have been punctured all the way through from one side of the creature to the other. A good chunk of its skull is missing, and most of its lower jaw is absent. But despite these grievous wounds, it it seems to pay them no mind. And indeed, it can even, as it prowls forward, place weight upon one of these goliath-clawed feet that is completely disconnected from the rest of the body by one of these punctures. And
4: Held together by magic.
0: It is. It appears to be held together by some terrible sorcerous force or perhaps whatever sundered it was incomplete or unable to kill such a creature and
2: you you absolute bastard <laughs> what? you you dndized scp 682 the I unkillable mean, lizard
0: yeah 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 but like but like what if it was <laughs> yeah, also
4: yeah.
0: the the scp that's half a cat and uh oh my god. and also we'll get to some other ones don't worry
2: oh my god
0: <laughs> this large uh are pangolins reptiles
2: no, no, but and, yeah. it, the description of the skull <laughs> yeah, was yeah, just yeah, yeah, like, right. "Oh my god!" Um, They're luckily mammals. this
0: one's not regenerating, so you know it's
2: that's it, something, I guess. It
0: it prowls along with, uh, glimpses inside of its insides through these openings whenever a, a source of light allows you to see into the glistening meaty interior. One of its eyes. Rolling in a socket that is only half there as it prowls about, sniffing and snarling and growling. And in the midst of all of this, uh, Alabaster, so distracted by the sight of this, this terrible dark god that the Stringers have so declared, you fail to notice one of these birds... Uh, very carefully sneaking its way over to you amid the uh, the people sheltering everywhere, trying not to make a sound. And the knife that rammed into your side was uh, perhaps a little bit startling as this creature toppled onto you and uh, began frantically perfor- perforating your body. In the ensuing chaos, uh, the frantic and quiet fought battle with uh, multiple bodies struggling in close quarters, it was inevitable that somebody would yelp when stabbed or that a stringer would be tossed to the side and crash into a, a barrel or a discarded spear that would clatter to the floor and draw the attention of the bad side. And no sooner than... Oh, hey
4: you no, had been, no, no,
0: No sooner had you been knocked to the floor with a knife poised over you, already glistening with the ichor on the blade, than the creature was plucked directly off your back, or off your chest, by the jaws of this lightning fast creature. And you retreated to the singularly unique sight of it devouring the stringer while being a sort of cutaway. Like, with enough of its throat and its side and its stomach missing that you could watch the entire gruesome process of this creature being crushed between its teeth and gulped down, whole and warm and thrashing. And then, poised over you, looking down at your form with strange alien eyes, it leaned in and sniffed a few times, and then made a small snort of distaste before turning and beginning to rummage through the rest of the room, hunting the terrified shrieks of stringers scrambling over each other to escape. The worst, of course, was when it opened its mouth and made that that noise that you cannot remember. The way that the walls of the room simply ceased to be whole, uh chunks gouged out of them by the unseen force in those perfect cylindrical holes. From there, you're not sure how you got away. You don't remember anything else between the desperate scramble out of the room, away from this creature that tore holes and everything around it, only that somehow, somewhere, you found a, a small crevice where the superstructure of the facility and the rusting metal had given way to some small corner of safety. And that is where you find yourselves now.
4: Nice.
0: Uh, despite your, your wounds and your scrapes and your bruises, you do feel uh, rejuvenated and energized and uh, perhaps for some of you, you feel a newfound sense of purpose. It's been Quite a while, trapped in the the cruel jails and cells of the Lord of Gold, uh, subsisting on very little. Uh, to be able to sit down and enjoy rations, even if they are the, the gritty and unpleasant taste of star syrup and whatever else is packed in these bags, what would you like to do? <laughs> so-
3: Alabaster remembers getting stabbed, but he's totally fine. Now.
0: Oh, no, he's got like three stab wounds in him.
1: I remember getting stabbed a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you <laughs> like, you like, uh, s- stretch and turn a little bit, and you like, you count at least five deep dagger wounds in your back.
1: Oh, I can, okay, so I can see my back, or at least some I mean, of my you, back?
0: You can like, yeah, you twist around a little bit, you're flexible.
1: Um, what i don't actually know what color the ichor is Is uh black is ichor typically black
0: i think ichor's typically black but if you want to go with something else i'm i'm here for it
1: it's got a green sheen to it but it's black
0: okay it's like a a shiny very very dark green
1: but i i have full hit points yeah yeah oh yeah you're fine all right so I look at him and I'm totally unconcerned. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, yeah, I've been stabbed. No, it's superficial. Uh, it's a I... superficial wound.
2: Do you want me to do something? I, I think I um, can catch that a little, but I... You know...
1: You got tape? Yeah. I, I don't think I need <laughs> anything else.
2: I I rummage through my satchel and the extra satchel that is somehow here. <laughs> uh, um, is there tape?
0: The extra satchel does not have tape. Uh, what you do find inside is a, another set of rations, and okay. a, a couple adventuring odds and ends that are probably you know, uh, another tinderbox, some extra rope, uh, some pitons and a hammer, things like that.
1: Yeah, just, um, just stuff a little bit of extra rope in there.
0: <laughs> just, yeah, you know. Just cram it in there.
1: Let's get up some how... layer into this. I don't think that's and how that works botch hey. um well uh save your healing magic uh good sir skip um <laughs> i am perfectly fine okay uh right. yeah um probably i guess now is is the the time to reveal that i am not human um <laughs> as my behavior might have demonstrated have earlier um, you might have imagined that I think differently, and that's because I was made different. I was built different. Um, I was Which actually is just
2: <laughs> nodding, just like uh
1: huh, uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I was I was built in the likeness of a long lost noble who, um, I was created to protect and emulate uh, as a body double. In events like these, and I motion towards the stab wounds in my body. Um, so, yeah. I was uh, I was built for this.
4: So, <laughs> okay. Minnesota goes, Inorganic Bros, I'd give you a five, but you're just going to have to pluck <laughs> my string.
1: <laughs> oh, and it would be perfect, because... Um, one of the ways that I was allowed to um, create my own sense of self was to pursue uh, hobbies, was to pursue uh, some kind of craft. And so I picked up performing. Um,
0: oh, I thought you were going to say necromancy. <laughs> no, 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 I thought was
1: as well.
3: That was, part of,
1: that was part of my job. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I was on the site and I was protecting... Um my noble master uh I would make use of the bodies of the assailants that we had killed to fight the remaining assailants in cases where I needed to um, nice. yeah, and that this part of me i'm I'm now remembering bits of myself as i have somehow i feel improved um that um My necromancy, while I was with my last master, was misused. Um, It was used to create um, um, basically cockfights, but with dead bodies, with zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it gives me... I I shudder at the thought for misusing perfectly good uh, corpses (laughs) for such a pointless pointless pursuit yeah um what is the I'd, proper use of a corpse then i'm just
3: curious episode protection.
1: title Prote- <laughs> protection of my master of um and and in the pursuit of knowledge for those who die are not totally lost and neither is the knowledge that uh they try to leave with um I... <laughs> yes <laughs> Right. Yeah. So he pulls his shirt aside, or what's left of his shirt, um, to cover up the the holes in his torso. If we don't have, if we don't want to, you know, waste rope. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: okay.
3: Sure.
0: Perfectly good rope, you know. I, I so
3: whisper, I whisper to Skip if we if we need a room to get if there's a like rooming situation anytime I'm I'm I'm, I'm rooming with you not with the <laughs> <laughs> Not with
1: dead guy over there. So, <laughs> well, this uh, this dead guy, um, just added one to our party. So, true, very true. The undead soldier stares impassively at its <laughs> new master. Say hi.
0: It lifts a hand and salutes with stiff mechanical precision
1: wonderful eddy soldier All <laughs> right. is your is your rifle reloaded reload your rifle if it's oh, not yeah, reloaded oh yeah it's
0: it's reloaded um okay uh, upon upon <laughs> query the soldier will present the rifle and ammo pouch for inspection it looks as though this uh, particular individual has 4 shots remaining uh counting the one in the barrel
1: I would ask you to take apart the rifle um, as a demonstration, but that sounds like <laughs> a bad idea given its uh, um, its uh, chaotic construction.
0: I, and um, so I would imagine oh. you you probably instructed the you know the creature to keep up its normal duties while you know guarding the barracks, and you would have watched it. Lay out the tattered remnants of its shirt on the ground and then place this rifle down and disassemble it with precise mechanical movements and reveal the gruesome interior. Of the rifle? Of the rifle. Gruesome? Briefly. Uh, Okay. One could describe the.
1: uh, Oh, that's right.
0: The main firing mechanism as writhing for for just a moment before it is reassembled back into a pristine condition. Wonderful. But uh you also, in this satchel, Skip, while you're digging around, uh, looking for tape, which unfortunately it does not have, it does have two other things of interest. Uh, I mentioned briefly that there was a sort of, like, Python set, um... Maybe I buried the lead a little bit there. These are spikes made of a dark, glossy stone with a blue rune set into the top of each of them. And there is also a leather-bound journal similar to the one that you found on the body of the dead mage. This particular book, you can't quite tell if the glyph on the front is the same as the one on the mages because it has had a... Very large, perfectly circular hole screamed through it. Oh, and that so, it, it uh, occupies most of the page, but you could you could read around the margins.
2: Okay, so this thing took a bullet for somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Okay. Very very, very likely. Um,
0: <laughs> a, a terrible esoteric phased pangolin bullet. Also episode title.
3: Does <laughs> anyone remember what happened to our uh, our buddy Tackery by any chance?
0: There was so much commotion in that room, you have no idea if Tackery got separated from you or ran off to join the other stringers or maybe got eaten. There's a couple there's a couple weird moments where you spot you remember, as you are running away through this room, seeing blood splatters on the ground, outlining a body that isn't there. Uh, not in the sense that the body has been dragged off, but that the body has become imperceptible to your mind. So, maybe well, Takari has who?
4: Been... <laughs>
0: maybe Takari has been obliterated from memory. Uh, you're not sure.
1: I don't but like that one bit.
0: He's not currently mm-hmm. with you, so...
1: Okay. Well, one way is where the Stringers came from, and the other way is where Davaga came from. <laughs> um, uh, so, which... you, just
0: a, as a brief explanation of where you are, because you don't know where you are, Um. you kind of, like, peek out past this barricade that you've made, and it looks like someone has created this small shelter or space hidden in the wall here it is probably not in the barracks you don't recognize the surroundings
2: oh great
0: whether that's uh because your memories were uh perforated or if you were if you were simply scrambling away from this awful creature uh you seem to have become a little bit disoriented here in the depths
1: i I look to my zombie and i say you are the perfect example of undying loyalty tell me uh, if you would tell me if you would which way did we come from
0: uh you step out into the the main room here it looks to be another one of these slightly curving large hallways that you've seen elsewhere by which I mean you've seen one of them and then you almost died right uh the zombie stands up straight looks in one direction then the other and then raises a ghastly rotting arm and points off in the distance
1: like in a direction or just like
0: uh in a in a direction towards a doorway yeah. Okay. okay. Not, like, not he's just not like just straight pointing line. at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, points at a a doorway essentially. Okay. And well, judging by the curve of this room, if you can imagine these concentric rings of rooms that you are passing through, the door that it's pointing at would take you in a clockwise direction. And the the zombie room that you were initially entering, you were moving in a counterclockwise direction when you entered it. So,
2: okay.
0: so that that does line okay. up with you know your understanding of Euclidean space.
1: So this <laughs> this may have been the direction of where Dabagai came from. Likely, yes. Okay. So so what's our plan here? Well, we're still looting, right? And we're not... Yeah, we gotta keep moving. We don't love Takari, right? We're not particularly <laughs> beholden to him or even really like him, do we? He's
2: more Thank like you, a co-worker.
1: Yeah. Are we He's investigating...
3: Do we want to investigate this Abaga? Or... Uh, do we think it could have loot? Or...
2: I think we want to just keep moving. I don't think we want to try and mess with that thing.
1: There's probably... Easier loot to find, or yeah. loot that but is maybe, not so fiercely guarded.
4: Minnesota chimes in. It looks like lots of things have tried to mesh with that, and it's got the better of all of them. So let's just
3: go.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Yeah, you sure changed your. You all sure changed your mind pretty quick. <laughs> you were the ones all going. Oh, Michigan was all ready to go fight this thing
4: before. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I may not be alive, but I would like to continue my existence.
1: <laughs> also fair valid yep and i look over at my zombie companion it does nothing
3: <laughs> i think it's a little indifferent about continuing, <laughs> continuing.
1: well i like its existence continuing because because really I, and i look at Neric up and down you are magnificent. You are um, <laughs> You'll make a machine a great
0: zombie.
1: created. Your your mother was an artisan, okay? You have been carefully crafted with love and care and time. And I could not recreate you given the chance. Um, and so when your soul leaves your body, I mean... <laughs> There's a I, lot. I have some paperwork you, for you to fill there's out. There's a lot left behind. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of paperwork. It's it's a very it's a It's a bureaucratic process, unfortunately. Yeah. I am um, I am
3: making sure to not check the organ donor <laughs> part of my driver's license. Like, can oh, anyone in- just make sure that's aware that like there is no marking <laughs> of like that you can you know do anything with my body? Burn
1: it. Like that's what I want. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It it might take some time, but we'll get there.
4: We'll be time I, in a volcano. <laughs>
1: I love I love Aster, Shurs, Yeah. No, we we can do that. Um. Yeah. Eventually. we eventually. <laughs> so, okay. Where to? Yeah, we're yeah. going the direction. We're going clock counterclockwise. Continuing on.
0: Uh, if you want to, yeah
1: cuz we could go back but
0: you could yes no, there
1: were several there were several ways to go what do you guys think um
2: yeah i don't know cuz there's no way to know which way this thing went really so i'd pr- preferably just away away from here <laughs> well but... we remember
1: it smells the best it... well don't we remember it it running off past us like towards the so... stringers
0: yeah basically the stringers all after like two of their number got crunched they fled and it screamed at
1: them and that's where your memory goes a little okay i thought it like clambered after them
0: yeah yeah well maybe you don't remember
1: shit okay well
0: probably went after them
1: let's let's be quiet Yeah, but let's go where we want.
0: The zombie with the very loud gun salutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do
0: not
1: do not fire unless told to. Uh,
0: yeah. So, uh, if you want a little more info about the room you are in, it's actually kind of interesting now that your eyes have adjusted slightly to the gloom. There are light sources in here, faint blue dots on old dusty surfaces it's enough to see by at least in the dimmest of senses and there are these very peculiar rounded shapes sitting in rows almost like uh like a horse stable little fences on either side of them but open to the front and there are just judging by the numbers you can see in this side of the room alone maybe 50 or more of these stables and no less than half still have these rounded shapes sitting inside
1: and how big are they
0: the the rounded things themselves are about the size of a person oh yeah they're about the size of a person just if a person was like laying down in the fetal position
1: Gotcha. So like those big red concrete balls at Target.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But a little smaller.
0: A little smaller, or a little more like flat and oblong shaped. Oh. Um, they're they're not spherical. They are rounded. Oval. Kind of like, a, like a bean shape almost.
1: Okay.
0: Or like a like a gumdrop.
1: Okay. And, and are they're. The source of the light or
0: Yeah, there's little blue blinking lights on the front of these things.
1: Well, I guess I will I'll approach one. Though is the light a small light?
0: Yeah, it's a pretty small. It's like no bigger than your, you know, pinky fingernail. Okay. As you get a little closer, you can see there's a thick layer of dust on many of these, but others of them do not have the dust and are mostly free of any debris having fallen on them or anything like that. and Okay. There's, it looks, now that you have a little bit of a closer view, they're separated into three pieces, roughly. There's a shiny top plating, and then the lower half of this is divided into sort of two hemispheres and uh, meet in the middle with a very thin seam.
1: Two hemispheres... So, like, with the flat ends right next to each other, or the rounded yeah. ends right next to each other? Okay. The flat ends. Uh, the seam so runs like a...
0: longitudinally down the.
1: So it's underside. like a it's a it's a cut sphere. Yeah. With like a little little helmet on top. Is this a vehicle? I I approach it and start toying with it. Okay, you just
0: like slapping your hands on it and stuff. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, no, Maybe. but but trying various crevices and okay button looking things yeah
0: you're you're feeling around on it you're you know seeing if there's any buttons or anything you do find on the back of it there are some openings or sockets where it looks like something might feasibly be inserted um you do eventually find a a switch or some sort of mechanism that you brush a finger against and abruptly the top side of this device, uh, lights up in a scattering of blue glyphs that travel from the start of this helmet all the way to the back in a rolling wave of color.
4: Wow! Yeah.
0: Ooh. And there's a, about a ten second window where it does not much of anything and then inside you hear a low whirring hum and it abruptly jumps about uh, three feet up into the air and hangs there.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: oh, okay. And okay. Uh, then it oh. starts to float gracefully out into the middle of the room.
1: Oh Mine no.
4: Um, it's automated.
0: Uh, stop. It, uh, (laughs) upon entering what you assume is probably like the geometric, uh, you know, middle track of this room, like equidistant from the walls, it abruptly stops again and then rotates 90 degrees
4: out towards Uh,
2: the counterclockwise direction where you came
1: from and starts to gently float off in that direction. Okay. Okay, I walk up to it and press that switch that initially turned it on. Uh, it
0: clunks to the floor heavily. Oh! <laughs> right.
1: Should just let it go and follow <laughs> it. I mean, we could. I just don't. It's a. It's a. It's a light show. A moving light show. When we're trying <laughs> to be sneaky, I'm just glad it didn't. You know. Are we more worried about lights or testing.
3: sounds?
1: Both. I don't know. I don't know how. Um. um perceptive is
2: can i um can i roll magic or no or something to see if the glyphs that started appearing on it would be at all similar to the glyphs that are on the spikes
0: uh yeah go ahead uh, okay. i would take either one uh like a no okay. int or a magic int
1: uh
2: that is going to be an 11 okay so you immediately recognize
0: the sort of distinction between these two. The glyphs on the spikes are new world magic, essentially. So these would okay. be runic arts, high magic. Uh, someone has ensorcelled these to some purpose. The When I say glyphs on the top of this frame, they're not necessarily magical in nature. They're just like a language or a symbology that does not have exact meaning to you. But okay. Based, okay. On, based on your note check, you suspect or you recognize that the symbols flickering here are likely similar or the same language as the ones embossed into the floor back in the hologram
1: room.
2: Oh, OK. Um, So whatever it was trying to sell us could have been these things.
0: You very clearly recognize, like, um, briefly near the top, arrayed in a semicircle, in fact, the same letters or the same symbols as the ones that are in the floor of the hologram room.
1: Oh my god, it's Elon Musk's uh, (laughs) (laughs) long-since-arcane-shifted... Tesla company. Yeah,
0: it's the cyber coffin.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Yeah, what else would you like to do?
2: Um I don't know. I mean These things don't seem very useful if we can't control them. Um and I kind of want to say, let's just—if we can make a lot of these float and just take them all back. But like, do you want to use really the message them as a
4: distraction? You know, run them in one direction; and we'll run the other. Uh, do this we need that? automated? I
3: don't know. Just don't really know what's in that direction. Where we're I'm
2: just—I'm right just a sitar. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we need a distraction right now. Um
3: not if we're if we're trying to be sneaky, you know. Yeah. If we know this is here, we could always come back to it and use it if we know something up ahead could, you know, could benefit us from using it, right?
2: True. Right. I want to I want to figure out how to how to write one of these things, <laughs> I guess, but
1: <laughs> I Let said I'm going to pilot that years. thing. <laughs>
4: used to ride these babies for miles
2: Uh uh-huh uh-huh but yeah we're this will be something we can figure out later if we come back okay well we're gonna have to come back ish this way to get out so yes
1: it could be that it has like some precious metals in it or something
2: well at the very least it's a transportation module that hey we could sell that (laughs) Isn't that what the the yeah.
1: the talking head was doing? Trying to sell this. <laughs> this is pretty big, though. Right, I, I and there's I a lot could, of that. I bet it could save one of our lives,
4: or you yeah. know, could carry our corpses.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think you're overvaluing it, but you know, I my
3: my corpse important to me. Our, our, our lives, like yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're worth a lot to.
1: You know, mm-hmm. earn a few more days or weeks. <laughs> so, I agree. People do tend to overvalue their lives. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can make but much better use of them.
4: The soldier solution. Yeah, you're really creeping me out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish you would have just
1: not told us. Uh, well, uh, okay. Next time, um, somebody gets stabbed and they just go, "Oh, I'm fine," and they've got open, gaping, black and green, oozing wounds. Um, I'll, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll know that that's a, that's a reasonable explanation. Just, oh, well, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> just, uh, sure.
0: they're from out of town. Their customs are different.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah. I'm a I'm a alien <laughs>
0: Oh I don't believe it I being gone stabbed, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm morally opposed yeah. to it. This <laughs> is my a, god shunning shunning the stab wound.
0: A non practicing knife wounder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just an illusion. There you go. And uh my illusion has been damaged. That's that's why you see these marks on me
0: much better right. explanation.
1: Yeah. it all up. Uh...
0: As you are gathered here discussing alabaster's physiology, you hear a low, whirring hum and you see a small blue light moving through the gloom in your
1: direction. Oh. One of these was already running. Oh, I guess I guess they're automated.
0: And as you watch, some of them didn't uh, have dust? one of the one of these long, smooth shapes glides by soundlessly and wobbles briefly as it moves over the top of the fallen one, and then turns abruptly ninety degrees and travels into one of these empty stables and settles down into place with a a small beeping
4: chirp. Ah. Uh. So these things just do
2: stuff, then. Um, You said they're solid with buttons and, like, ports on them? Do Uh, they, like, open at all? There's a couple ports on the back, but as far as you can see,
0: there's no handle or latch or any way to uh, interact with them besides this switch.
2: Uh, Yeah, it does not seem... If we could control them, it'd be nice, but I don't think we can, so. Let's, uh, let's keep moving on through here, going the other direction from where this one came. Uh, the other direction from where this most recent one came? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, further in, because it came from where we were, it, right? It came from, so this one came from the clockwise direction, so opposite the way you came in. Oh, okay. Then let's go that way. Okay. See what sent it over here. I guess. Yeah.
0: Do you, you want to do stealth checks or anything here, or are you just gonna move as a move as a group?
3: I can. Uh, I, can,
4: I would, like 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 would like to stealth. Two. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll stealth too. Let's say
3: the, the sneakier people could go up ahead a little bit.
1: And yeah. Does somebody want to uh, stealth for me?
2: <laughs> <coughs> um. I'm not well, very I... either. <laughs> I rolled uh, max dice, Yo. Uh, oh, okay. which gives me a total of 14.
1: Oh. Yeah, Skip's gone. <laughs> Skip who? He, he left my memory, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he was
0: perforated. Uh, yeah, Skip, you are able to move soundlessly over the floor of this service bay storage. You're not sure. And when you come up to the doorway here, you peek out and you see a perfectly circular room with five doorways coming off it.
2: Okay. Um, do any of them seem more significant than the others?
0: Uh, it's hard to tell looking at them. Like, there aren't any obvious labels over the top or anything. Two of these doorways are covered in crude wooden barricades, or... I say wooden. Metal and fiberglass and drywall has all been inexpertly heaped into piles in front of both of them. And there are a number of plastic candles burning in front of each one, letting off an acrid scent. You feel like you've been here before.
2: Uh Aha, okay.
0: In fact, you... The more you look at it, you definitely recognize this room as the one that you were in before you entered
1: the zombie barracks. With the map?
0: Yes. Oh. Oh, With the... At one point, what had uh, Takari's crudely drawn map on the floor. But uh, it also looks like, judging by the perforations in the wall and floor that Dabaga has been hunting here recently and uh there is a couple scattered stringer daggers that have fallen to the floor and a the shredded remnants of a war shirt that has snagged on the corner of one of these barricades
2: okay no sign okay. of the
0: beast uh, as best you can tell now that you've sort of oriented yourself you made a full circle essentially and you're coming back out of the circle to the rotunda
2: got you okay okay
0: how exactly Um, you made it through the rest of the ring without befalling some attack or tragedy uh you have no memory
2: (laughs) yeah who the hell knows all right um And this is where the the active one came from.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's. uh, This is the direction it came from as to how or why or from where you're not sure.
2: Okay. Uh, I go back and report my findings to to the group. Um, Hey, we made a circle, guys. (laughs)
1: So the, the way that we went originally was opposite the way ahead? Like you dumped we're... out opposite the room we originally exited into the the barracks?
2: Yeah, uh, we're we're uh, about to go back to the entrance, basically. Yeah, back to the entrance okay. where you
1: could go to the
0: barracks again. Oh
2: god. Yep. yep. So so yeah. Um you wanna just go find some other place to like loot for things. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, 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 what if since we're leaving, we turn on this one that you had just turned on. See what it does out in that room with the talking head.
1: Down. Okay. <laughs>
2: so,
3: wait, are, are you saying like uh, so we but were going to
1: hide? Hang on.
3: Well, we yeah. were just we were we were sent into this cavern where we originally came across the Stringers. Yes. Is there really much else for us? We can't just leave the cavern. That's where the person was waiting for us with a gun. Well, and this is just head one head building in the explosion. cavern.
2: There's more to it, right? So this complex seems to probably be the place that Cyrus got a tip-off about. Okay. There The tunnel that like
0: the metro station tunnel extends off in the distance but you have no idea how far or where it might detour into another place or if it might be
2: collapsed further down. Okay.
0: What you do also know of this layout is that there are two concentric rings surrounding a central core according to Tackery. and the ring that you have just exited back into the rotunda is the Inner ring, so the one between the outer ring and the core.
2: Presumably, well, we need to go check out the core, I guess. Presumably, there are doorways that go
0: between the rings, but uh, you've you only have memory of exploring two of them, so it's tricky.
1: Is oh. the direction of the of the core the direction of where Tackery said his people were? Yeah, like, is that so where explained
0: live? that? Um, the head chief, uh, known as Warkban ha- is at the bottom of the core, pursuing the prey with their fabulous
3: and incredible treasures. Yeah, that, that was the other thing I was going to say is like Takari is, and you know, of course, he could be lying, but <laughs> Takari implied that there was a lot of treasures here, and we don't have any other leads besides that, so.
2: You know, yeah we so can't kind of to the core can't I mean,
3: leave, but yeah. we are we are on a bit of a timer here right so. Yeah uh you mm-hmm. your
0: timer in fact has decreased by 1 uh all of you upon this reminder do recognize that the the number of lights on your explosive collars has uh decreased by 1 Ding. Yeah
4: Oh boy mm.
2: And uh when that puppy
0: hits 0 you're going to see some serious fireworks
2: yeah, let's let's not do that. Um, I still want to mess with this thing, but I want to find the core a little more. Okay. So I, I heard proposals to activate a drone. Are you going to hold off on that, or? Yeah, let's hold off. We should we should find the core first. Okay. How would you like to proceed? Um. Let me go back to the rotunda and take a look around. Then um, okay. figure out which uh, <clears throat> which of these barricaded doors is going to be our best option. So, so the barricaded doors. Now that you're
0: kind of collecting your whereabouts, it looks like the barricaded doors lead to the outer ring. So, okay. If, if you imagine um, the you're standing in the middle of the rotunda back to the door that leads to the hologram on your direct left and right there are two barricaded doors that go to this outer ring and then like at 45 degrees to your left and right are the doors that you have gone in and out of you know that one of them leads to the zombie barracks and one of them leads to drone storage
4: Yeah, yeah yeah
2: Maybe then we go the reverse back towards the room where we slept in and continue around that way, see if there's another... Okay. There's got to be a-, a way from this ring in, so... Yeah.
0: So, uh, you gather everyone up and head in that direction, and yeah. indeed, as you pass through a doorway into another room here, this one looks to be... uh some kind of like janitorial space or uh, like storage there are racks here that may have once held various odds and ends important for maintaining this facility but most of them have withered away to unrecognizable lumps or they've been stolen or displaced there's evidence here of the stringers having defaced some of it or rummaged around and broken things in their curiosity but of supreme interest is a doorway there that, peeking through it, throws off a huge amount of light and heat compared to the quiet, dim hallways you have been traversing. And as you prowl up and peek through, you find yourselves on a high catwalk overlooking a a mechanical monstrosity. There is a massive central pillar that dominates this room stretching up from the ceiling and extending down at least a hundred feet, if not more. And all around this pillar, these drones flit and flutter and move about. And you can see that when they draw near to this column, the hinged underside splits open and reveals a number of hinged appendages. And these limbs uh, interact with panels on the surface of this column, uh, prodding and poking and opening it to reveal complex mechanical inner workings that they begin to tinker and toy with. And every so often, these drones will scatter like leaves in the wind around massive swinging arms attached to this column that rotate with frightening speed and stop almost instantly when they find their destination and then drop down with precise movements and pull out these racks or trays from this uh, central monolith and you can see inside there are rows and rows of cylindrical slots that have little tubes in them and the tray will hinge open and one of these tubes will pop out into the air and tumble about 25 feet down before it's caught by one of these drones. And then it will ferry it off to another dark doorway halfway down the stack here, or it will move it to another one of these trays that has been opened, all in this terrifying cacophony of precise motion at some unknowable
2: purpose.
1: Ooh! (laughs)
4: Gip uh,
2: is just overcome with this uh, all-consuming curiosity to just go mess with that. Just, what <laughs> does it do? Um, and, um, yeah, where does this catwalk go? Because he's definitely moving along. So it is a, it's a full 360-degree
0: ring around the top side of this uh, structure here. It doesn't look like it was really intended by its builders to be directly interfaced with from here. Like, there's no, uh, there's no bridge that goes directly oh out to the core. But okay. you can see um, evidence, let's say, of enterprising adventurers and other individuals who have remedied some of that. And about three quarters of the way around this catwalk, there is evidence that someone has used um, a spell or some kind of potent magic device and created a a bridge between the the core itself and the catwalk. You're not sure exactly what it's composed out of. It's sort of a faintly translucent bluish material that gives off a pale, wispy yellow smoke. But it seems pretty sturdy, and uh, is anchored quite solidly to the column in the center. And from there, uh, looking down at these moving and shifting arms that uh, traverse up and down the stack, and the drones that move in shimmering flocks to and fro, you you see how someone could maybe figure out a way to get down without being crushed or knocked off to their death or uh, any number of other
2: grisly fates. Okay. Um, so we're going down, right?
1: <laughs> um, A voice in my head said that we could maybe get down there without um being crushed or... <laughs> Knocked hundreds of feet or, or no, knocked a hundred feet to the ground. <laughs> um, Yeah, neither of those make for very good specimens. So I wouldn't recommend that either, any of you go down there.
0: <laughs> down past all of these drones and articulated arms and drawers full of strange falling cylinders, you can see that there is a solid floor at the bottom of this stack. And it looks like uh, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on down there, but you can see torchlight. Like someone has lit oh. braziers or uh, you know just stuck a torch into a mound of dirt or something to provide some light.
1: Oh, so over somebody's the, made it down there. Yeah,
0: over the din of the mechanical noise, you might might just barely make out the... Distinctive cadence of Stringer speak, but it's it's awfully hard to tell.
1: Coming from down below.
0: Yes. As Curious. to how as to how they survived the fall, uh, you cannot even begin to speculate.
4: They're like cats and squirrels. <laughs> they don't have. A, they can survive terminal velocity.
1: Honestly, as to how they made the bridge. Well, if they I mean they're also, also yeah.
3: bird-like, so true.
0: You, uh, you haven't experimented enough with Tackery to determine if there is a
3: distance at which a fall will kill him. Yeah, yeah, we didn't put him through enough horrific events. <laughs> but
0: being so... pushed ten feet off a balcony seemed totally fine. So mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, maybe they were able to uh, make their way down somehow <laughs> through the graces of Gabada, no doubt.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Who is now probably a slightly more concerning mythical figure? It's okay. It's the good half.
1: Yeah, it's the half that's just blind and doesn't know to try and kill us any of this. So never know. Yeah. it could kill us because we're not, you know,
3: we're not a one of them or something. So everything might want to kill us. Only
0: time will tell.
1: Yep. true. I mean, with enough time. <laughs> uh, we know what's going to kill us and why. Yes. Also true. So I guess I guess we go, because what do we have to lose? Yes. There you go. One way, one way or another... We either we die, um, die, die going down rich. here... So, Sorry, what?
3: One way or another, we're going to die unless we get rich, so... At <laughs> this point, we're just, you know, it would be it, bringing up the process if we die now, so...
1: Adventure. <laughs> let's, go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mandatory go, adventure, go. the best yeah. kind. Oh boy, it's like a field trip.
4: <laughs> oh great! One yeah, of these so much
0: large rotating arms, uh, whooshes past you underneath the catwalk, close enough that you can hear the almost subsonic clattering of the massive gears slotted into the track, and then it. Uh, comes to a stop uh, a few floors below you and pops open a drawer and it ejects two cylinders that tumble down into the air and are caught by drones
1: what do those do (laughs) (laughs) could we perhaps Um, get a drone to ride down uh, oh could we hold on to them are they slick uh they didn't seem particularly
0: slick. It would require some exertion or like a rope <laughs> harness or something clever, but um I mean o- overall they weren't like lubricated.
1: <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> let's let's go back and get them. To the hive. Yeah. Uh
0: you go back there. What would you like to do?
2: Uh, some
1: babies. Okay.
2: Yeah, let me hang on. Um, uh, is there a way to fashion the rope that we've got into some kind of like? I are these things too big? These things got to be too big for us to tie a rope around.
0: I I mean, you've got lots of rope. Like they're okay, they're big, but like the red ball at Target is a good. Uh, not sponsored by target um, <laughs> the red ball at like a big block store you know a box store is yeah. a good uh...
2: the traffic prevention ball
0: yeah yeah exactly um,
2: these they're... balls are the traffic you
0: know what they're like the size of a like a standard
2: dresser but smooth okay. around the
0: edges so you I could you could tie a rope around them it would be tricky to make a harness that doesn't like slip off but it would be doable
2: okay um anybody know ropes anybody or am i gonna <laughs> wing this i'm gonna wing this aren't i all right
1: you're the polymath right i know <laughs> i know uh no that probably includes can a little bit of nodding you got... know about ropes you don't know yeah like, i uh,
2: i would say you can use craft here like knots or just like any kind of advice at all no <laughs> uh, okay.
1: don't fuck up i can assist right. with no but not with the actual crafting
0: uh, i'm gonna say uh, <laughs> esoteric knowledge is not so i read a book here. on sailing <laughs> If somebody does have sail as a skill, I would allow that. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) What? None of you took sail in my desert campaign? Come on.
2: Whoa, crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Well, I'll use craft intelligence then. Okay. Holy guacamole. My dice (laughs) today. Um, That is uh an 11 yeah oh, no, that's a 13 oh my sorry god I, I rolled a 10 I had I my level up I used one point to boost my intelligence and I used my focus to increase polymath to level two which gives me a plus one in everything that's non-combat
0: nice
2: um Woo. so it's a plus three and I rolled a 10 so Lord. all right dice <laughs> uh Jeez. so yeah
0: you fashion uh essentially like um a series of crude fishing nets that go over the top of these things and then tie together underneath, such that there is little to no way this rope harness can actually slip off. Um, and then there are handholds, essentially built into it, where somebody could straddle the top of this device and uh, cling to it for dear life.
2: Okay. Uh, can I make more than one of these? Yeah. Oh, just... yes. Uh, you're okay, okay.
0: you're able to make enough of them that uh. Most of you could uh, proceed. You do not have enough rope to finish Appa's.
2: I figured. <laughs> um, do we try and do we tell him to stay here? Do we bring him oh, down? Oh God!
1: Do we have like... enough for my soldier? No. Uh, <sighs> your your soldier <laughs> like he, he stands guard and protects Appa.
0: <laughs> well, or uh, you could always just like weave Double the up. soldier into the net on one of the other. you don't actually know what the carrying capacity is on these so it's possible
1: that oh uh, multiple people could ride
2: on one drone but you I don't... throw a net over the soldier and then try <laughs> and then pull that net over one of the drones
0: yeah yeah just plaster it
2: to the top yeah the, uh the withered and zombified soldier uh Lays there impassive
3: at his, as it is, uh, fastened down <laughs> to the surface of this machine. This <laughs> is fine. I think Expression
0: completely unreadable beneath its solid faceplate.
4: I reach worst. over to turn this the safety off thing on the rifle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So you you strap him down, and uh, I'm I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here and say you checked the drones before. Uh, diverting all this time to them you discover that about only one out of every three of these drones is actually like functional uh some of them will like levitate and then crash back to the floor or their light will blink orange twice but you are able to find enough of these to create your flock
2: okay um (laughs) i look at one of them and then to appa and i'm like (laughs) we could net you down too he uh he looks he's
0: looked pale since seeing the initial drop and uh, clears his throat and says, perhaps someone ought to stay up here and, you know, make sure
2: nothing uh, comes down after you and gives you a weak thumbs that? up. What if there's there's things up here,
1: though?
0: Oh, I, I'll probably just stay in the hidey hole.
1: OK, all right. That defeats the purpose, but okay.
2: I mean, it, it's it's hiding in a uh, hidey hole.
1: Yeah, but he said he was going to make sure nobody follow us followed <laughs> us down, and he's going into the oh. next room, into a oh. a, a, a crevice. Yes. Any sort of
3: signal you can give us, Appa, if you know someone's coming and you're going to go hide. Uh, I'll.
0: Uh, he looks around a little bit and then. Uh, looks to the the metal stick that he's been carrying, his trusty club. He says, "I'll throw this down there. It'll make a real loud noise."
3: Yeah. Okay. More more loud noises. That's what we'll need if someone's coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, appa has got a good heart. He's got an <laughs> okay brain. <laughs>
1: Appa's he's taken what I said about self-preservation to heart. Yeah. So
0: yeah. he has had multiple near-death experiences already and it's not Which, even the first dungeon.
1: I am touched <laughs> because if he preserves himself um <laughs> I can preserve him later.
0: You, you don't want extra mileage on the car if you can help it.
1: <laughs> he's a roofer by trade, right? Yeah. Like oh, he's yeah. good stock.
0: Yes. He is so. a he's a stout boy sweet he he ate plenty of uh lord's bile when he was growing up
1: goodness we don't we don't we don't ever hope that it comes to that but <laughs> it's good to have options yeah so <laughs> necromancer it's good to have options
0: <laughs> uh before you can hand out the rest of your pamphlets to Appa, uh you are hurried along to saddle onto your netted drone. And this small procession of meandering, hovering machines uh, moves down the hallway towards the door to the core.
1: And Do then, they go in?
0: Uh, yeah, they. Uh, okay. with a the lot of you clinging to the expertly woven nets on the back and uh, Alabaster with you straddling atop a zombie on uh, your particularly (laughs) slightly more wobbly machine, Um, they move out over the edge and then abruptly drop. And uh, as you cling to these desperately and the drones start to move and swoop around, it strikes you that um, there's no guarantee that these drones are actually going to go all the way down to the floor, now is there? And uh, as these drones insert themselves into this uh, swirling and spinning flock of motion and movement and Skip, as yours banks wildly to the side to avoid one of these arms sweeping past so close you can hear the clicking of the mechanisms inside. I think that is where we will call it for today.
4: Whee!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Waffle, I've been your GM for the Shattered
1: Cosmos, joined by... Uh, Daniel playing the unnamed Necromancer Alabaster.
2: Kale hey playing Michigan. I'm Zach, and I play Skip Wickhams.
3: I'm Matt, and I play Narek Shakespeare. What's our socials like these days? Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist club on TikTok. And if you have questions about Chatter Cosmos or the Alchemist club, go to you can email us at the Alchemist Club 88 at gmail.com. Thank you, and until next time.